0: Content that resonates with your audience and brings more loyal customers who can't wait to buy your products. If you want to see how easy this is and how easy it is to create content for your audience and your customers, head to www.ayerofcontent.com. Welcome
1: to the Product Boss Podcast, where we help product based businesses grow their sales and improve their strategies. Hey, everyone.
0: Are you ready? Let's build together. Hey everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Product Boss Podcast. I'm your host, Jacqueline Snyder, with my funny, hilarious, and awesome co-host, Mina Kunlasitup. Hey, Mina. Hey, Jacqueline. So I had to announce you in that way because... <laughs> Not like because I'm all host. those things. <laughs> well, you
1: are. I had to. Pull that out of myself. <laughs> These descriptors. But we-
0: <laughs> But we have some really fun special guests on today, and I was like, I have to tell you that you are also an awesome business partner and so fun and funny, at
1: least for same, me. Same with you. You're hilarious. You're hilarious. Thank you.
0: But compared to these two,
1: you know, we gotta work on our stand up. Yeah, it's a sliding scale of less than, you know. <laughs>
0: So super side note, we were at a mastermind, um, a small group mastermind. We had just met these women in person for the first time and they were telling Mina that she was the funniest and the <laughs> most fun. Okay. So they were just Mina and ele- her element. And they're like, Mina, you were so fun and funny. And I was like, yay, you know, like, yay, Mina's like the life of the party. Then they ask us to take a photo, like a group photo. And we're like all professional photos. And then the next thing they're like, okay, act like you're having fun. I mean, it's like, how do you act like you're having fun? And she looked around literally like, how do I do this, everyone? And they looked at her and like, you're the fun one.
1: I would not say that I'm goofy though. You know, like when people prompt goofiness or, you know, I'm sure comedians get this all the time. Like, tell us a joke, you know? (laughs) Be funny now. (laughs) Yeah. So I'm probably unprompted, but I would say that I have some witty comebacks, which was what they were saying. But I think that you're hilarious too. And I would have to say that we're pretty much the funniest of the entire group there.
0: (laughs) I hope nobody's listening. Don't take yourself too seriously, everyone. But yeah, no. so, so it was so funny because she was just like star of the show. They're like, you know, we went out for tacos and tequila, and Mina was hilarious there. And they're just like, this woman is so funny. I was, I,
1: I, I wouldn't play myself, play me up that much because I was just talking and having fun. But I was definitely, I, not I was sitting there like quiet on at the a end of the stage, table, throwing the c- jokes out. It was definitely just you're just having naturally. conversations
0: hilarious. And then, and then, and then that was so funny because it's the end of the mastermind. And then they were like, pretend like you're having fun. I mean, I literally out loud was like, I don't know how <laughs> like, I don't understand, but you're right. The goofy part. But this is why, I mean, we're so excited to have, um, so for the second time on the show, Kat mm. and Nat are back on and you may know them Cat and Nat's Mom truths you may follow them on Instagram or TikTok or their you podcast seen, you may have seen them on tour um, yes their podcast all the things and they are coming out with their second book which is dropping on March 29th so by the time you hear this it is available anywhere you buy books and it's Cat and Nat's Mom secrets and this is the follow up to their nationally bestselling book which is Nat's Mom Truths and they've invited their community and they talk about this in the podcast they've invited their community of mothers to share their own darkest parenting secrets and they use those to kick off their own stories going deeper about big topics like guilt balancing career with motherhood and body image so it's just awesome there are some fun confessions in there we talk about this in the podcast we're so excited for you all to listen
1: yeah and it's funny and humorous so all those things that Jacqueline Talked about that said body image, you know, parenting, guilt. It's they sound so heavy and hard, which truth they are hard, but they do a funny and hilarious spin on it that normalizes everything that you think in your brain and that we all are. Messy behind doors, and that's okay. And I love the the interview that we're gonna, uh, you know, pop right into here um, for this podcast episode. But you'll start to see like how they approach life. You know, they approach with joy, humor, um, just friendship, and uh, non judgment. You know, so it's a great one to listen to and um, walk away with feeling inspired and knowing that you're doing a great job.
0: Yeah. And to know that there's no perfection, we're our own worst critics and what they really wrap it with is, you know, joy, like raising our children with joy and giving yourself a break, you know, which I'll tell you, they have been instrumental. And when I follow them and I, and I talk about this in the episode where I look to them as those confidants, right. Or or people that are modeling with, they've got kids that are older than us and people that are modeling great success as business owners, having fun, not taking themselves too seriously, having beautiful relationships with their children and modeling motherhood in this new day and age, which is Mm -hmm. bonkers. It is bonkers. So. (laughs) (laughs) So hold on to your hats and seats and wherever you are in the world, because you're about to jump into an episode with four hilarious women, if we do say so ourselves. So I feel like,
1: you know, in this interview, you hear me fumble a little bit. So, you know, for all of you uh, longtime listeners, you first know, time caller, long time caller, listener, <laughs> um, you understand that, you know, it was kind of like when they were like, do something fun in this photo. Well, this was Kind of like ask a funny question or a good question in an interview <laughs> it was kind of fumbly I gotta so say you had
0: the good hard-hitting questions <laughs> and <then Hard-hitting> <laughs> you were like the um who's uh, like who I'm trying to go back Katie Couric of the episode right you okay, were the okay. Katie Couric and I, I was like just it. the Carson Daly <laughs>
1: Don't you minimize Carson Daly. I'm not.
0: Carson was, isn't Katie. (laughs) So without further ado, we're going to jump into this episode. Enjoy my friends and let us know over on Instagram. If you loved it, send us a DM. We'd love to hear what you, what your biggest takeaway was. Kat and Nat, welcome to the show. Oh my gosh. Thank you so much for having us. Again. Again, you're so close to me too. You're in New York City right now doing something for Good Morning America, do you say, or Today Show?
2: No, we're filming for the Today Show, but we're coming back next week to go on the Today Show. But we're going on the Good Dish tomorrow. I'm amazing! Oh, so so I'm exciting! Like
0: so close, and they're having so much fun. And they may see me like following them around in New York City because I'm like, <laughs> what are these ladies doing?
3: Ah, <laughs> uh, we are. Do, yes, we are, guys. I. Wow. Mom's secret. You get away from your kids and it is like, there is zero. You can't do anything. So your brain just goes and you just look for fun. And we had to do a project where we had to walk up to strangers and I needed to
2: get some liquid courage for that. So I thought one margarita, but then I saw the girl next to me and she had a cucumber one. I was like, well, I got to try the cucumber one. We had six. We had
3: six. (laughs) Six in an hour. In
2: one hour, <clears throat> lots of tacos too. <laughs> lots yeah, of tacos. that's
1: amazing. Yeah, treat yourself, right? I I get the feeling um, because we went to a wedding. One of our basically our director of ops had her wedding. We hadn't been in a wedding in forever, and I was away from my kids. I got so drunk. I was chugging wine, and then Jacqueline had to drive us from New Jersey oh, no, no to water, New York. No water, and she imagined day. that
0: there was water. And then I like
1: she goes, and had the hangover from <laughs> she goes hell basically. Because she me
0: drunk is like you sober. She's telling me because <laughs> I'm usually the talky one. So I was like, Well, you're fun drunk, so let's just do this more. And awesome. it was, <laughs> I love that.
1: I love it. It was a wild time. We were like, Mom's out for post pandemic. And then she's like, Do that again. In car. Yes, <laughs> I know. Do that again. It's, It's, but reckless abandonment is fun. It is fun.
0: It is. When we get together, we work. We just like, because we are not together. So we work on stuff. And so we probably do need to like, we're going to Costa Rica next week. Yeah, yeah, we will. We will for sure. Oh, that's terrible. we of you? No, No. with With um,
1: 15 other women. So it's gonna be lit. Let's just say, like the kids say, <laughs> we're, <laughs> we're doing things say? wrong. We're doing it like way I know, wrong. I know why
2: don't we want these things? But the only thing I think about Co- Costa Rica is like I love the t- that you guys say it's gonna be lit because <laughs> my idea is that you're going to a retreat, you're doing yoga and drinking green juice and going to bed early and like right. doing the salutations. Is that what you guys are gonna be doing? I, I believe there's a lot I of cocktails don't think happening.
1: So. Um, <laughs> oh, wow, pretty that's sure. My, my trip. I know one of the trips is going to be that we're going to go into like l- lava mud,
0: um, some sort
1: of spa, but yeah, then some sort of spa with after. lava mud mm-hmm. and it will be lots of cocktails and everything. So it'll be a, a, a fun trip.
2: Well, after that, you're going to look 22 and drink
1: like <laughs> no. it's, it's true. Totally. The, the hungover, like we're 42 instead. <laughs> yeah, we the brains of 42 <laughs> right. year old.
0: Detail. Details, y'all. Details. <laughs> the details. All right. So you are in New York because exciting news, my friends, they are mm. launching another book. Um, their first book is Cat and Nat's Mom Truths. Huge fans over here. And next uh-huh. one that's coming out is Cat and Nat's Mom's Secrets. So tell us what are the secrets that we're going to get revealed inside of this book?
3: So I, I will oh. tell y'all that some of them we cannot repeat. They really are too risque. for. I don't know how like rated art because a it's lot a clean of podcasts podcast. clean. <laughs> oh so, thank okay. you so you thank needed you. that right now so we're, <laughs> we can't go into a lot of stories but what i like to equate this book as is when you have new kids or whatever not new kids when you have like a babe like you know you're when new, you're a new mom when you're a new mom there we go. you see the tequila is talking yeah. into the journey it's like you're so consumed by just doing mm-hmm. life that you don't realize how high strung you are. And yes. then the, the more you get into it, the more messy motherhood gets in a way and life gets, and you kind of become okay with that. So I feel like this is a book that most people don't read or have, where it's like, we're, we're into this journey for 13 years. It's a lot messier. The wheels come off. You think you're playing house for the first three years. And then you're like, oh God, that is out the window. Yeah. And we become, I feel like this book is a really raw, um, part of of motherhood where people don't talk about it and a lot of the books are advice driven ours are more make you feel normal driven and our whole mission is to make women feel like you know everyone's got a gong show going on in their house it's okay like there are so many confessions that go on from here to kingdom come. We're going to just get through this. And, you know, we actually, this book was inspired
2: by while we go on tour, uh, we decided during one of our tours to put out a fishbowl and get people to put in their anonymous confessions, because we have learned that when you just speak your secrets, speak your truth, you realize that you're not the only one. So a lot of this, Secrets in this book come from anonymous confessions from all of our viewers slash friends, and then we sort of like riff off of how we can relate. How what's a story that we have that's kind of like that? And honestly, we tell stories and secrets in there that we have never ever told before, and so so much so that I, I told my mother in law, you can you can buy the book to support me. You cannot read the book. And. <laughs> I, I, I had to get my mom to read it first and say, Am I, I like, I'm sorry for some of these things. I just need to be honest with my truth. But um, are you okay with me being like, our moms are so cool. They're like, if it's your
0: truth, then speak the truth. So good. Um, I just want to say a couple of the confessions that are in here are being a single parent and feeling isolated and lonely fantasies about running away i will admit i've had those um, once a year at least um, what to do when your child brings an adult toy to class and dad crushes so those are just some <laughs> of the confessions we chat about and or you chat about inside of the book I love absolutely it. oh my gosh
2: absolutely. well i mean dad crushes dad crushes is just I mean, that's how you get through drop off and pick up. i mean that's and, and i'm very open about that like if there's a hot guy Guys, Dad, i have actually never told the story before are you about to tell a
3: brand new one right now a brand new one right now mm-hmm. are you don't do it's this okay. I, I, it's okay so that there was this famous there was this hot actor that oh, yeah. worked who was had a kid at my sister-in-law's school and
2: he was an actor so he was available Do you remember who he was no but you showed me his instagram and okay
3: his and he was married <laughs> who I feel like an ex-playmate. This is true story. You did okay, tell me Okay, so playmate. We looked her up, too. So we, as you do, go to school pickup. None of our kids go there just to see if we can catch a glimpse of what he looks like at the school. When we <laughs> saw him, it was worth the drive. So we saw him a few times. Mm, we saw
2: him outside the gym once.
3: We were looking like, That's, that must be him. So we, we have taken dad crushes to the ne- to the next level to be honest I, I with you I don't know about you guys but
2: like I love it
3: I don't know where you live or what you got
2: I heard San Diego has a lot of good looking men but like huh, they he really was always a drop really off. wear out a lot after he was
3: drop off and pick up and all the moms would be like "Oh," and he'd wear gray sweatpants you know what I mean like yeah. it says it right there if he you're a tall,
0: dad full head of hair good body gray sweatpants casual clothes crazy. look good <laughs> but yeah they don't realize we That's don't even like a unicorn right
2: there
3: <laughs> Unicorn.
2: He was a unicorn. That's why we drove to that school.
0: Do you tell your husbands about the dad crushes? That's very well known in fact. Yeah, I, I like, tell my husband. I'm just curious if you are. all, I'm like, oh, he's really hot.
2: Yeah. Well, my kids. You. I'm usually like, oh, I say something to the kids, and the kids tell dad. And Mark's like,
3: oh, Natalie, and her husband knows who I'm crushing on. Like, it's pretty. Open. I was actually just thinking how much husbands must love, like. Bathing suit season when we go and search all the bathing suit sites, you know, for bikinis and stuff or like bathing suits. And that's there. That's like, what are you looking at? Bathing suits? And, you know, it's like, They're, they look over your shoulder and see what you're looking at. Sure. Oh, my,
2: my husband looks- has his own
3: Instagram following exactly. a bikini model. Don't Thanks. worry about that.
0: Please. <laughs> I love it. Hey, friends, are you unsure of what to say on social media or what to even send in your weekly emails? Well, what if creating content could be easy? to buy your products. If you want to see how easy this is and how easy it is to create content for your audience and your customers, head to www.ayearofcontent.com.
1: So when you're writing the book and you are, you know, getting these confessions from all these different people, your your audience and everything like that, do you feel like the book changed you, like your perspective and did it make you more Accepting, I suppose, of being the hot mess that we all are, right? Mm -hmm. How did it shift the way that you think? Well, first of all, it took us a
2: really long time to write it. I know that we was pre-pandemic. Let's put it that way. took okay. so long just because, you know, you really want to, you want to, you want to make sure that you capture the perfect, um, secrets and confessions. And we wanted to, it took us a while to realize how far we wanted to go with our own confessions. And then to write a book just takes a long time anyways. But as far as the perspective, I think that every, every single day being in the cat and act community and people sharing makes you more and more open-minded because you only, you only live in your own world and In your your own head, and every time you hear someone else's like experience, it broadens your mind, and it hopefully, and it should always open it up. Instead of you know, instead of like repelling people that are different and things that are different and secrets that aren't yours, you open up your mind and you become more open minded to the whole thing. So I think the book just makes us realize even more how important it is to share your stories with others, and that's what makes you. That's that's what can make you a great. Become a great friend or find
3: a great friend by sharing. And one of the stories goes back to like, um, a third, like when we, when we would think our kids are 13, they would never do what we did. And I feel like that's the biggest parental, like, um, like red alert, do not do not think that your kids are different than you because they will maybe they're a year behind because but, of the pandemic. Yeah, but there there is no way you're dodging a bullet. Like if you think your kids are perfect at 13, 14, 15, you are gonna be a madly mistaken. And I think that, that whole journey of on the outside, we always look like very um quote unquote, good girls, but I was hired to babysit other people's children. Meanwhile. Yeah. And (laughs) I think that we were, we were always kind girls, but definitely, you know, teenagehood can run naughty. And I think that that really, that, that was a more of a shocking revelation when you stop and think what your 13 year old self did when you have a 13 year old, that is a shocking revelation. And so that slaps you in the face. It totally is.
2: And the two of us grew up like We had um, single moms and they were at work and we were in the city where we had public transit we could get anywhere, anytime. And you better believe we took advantage of the freedom.
0: Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and I think it's funny too, because we think, oh, we're doing it different than our moms, right? And so surely- our kids might be different than the way we were. But no, right. I mean, my mom says God can only give you is what you can handle. And that's what she says when she's talking about my daughter. <laughs>
3: oh my God. Yeah, and also it might not be the exact same, but it is the same genre. Yeah. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Like, I always think of parents and TikTok and like all of these videos, like social media, and they're like, it's the devil. I'm like, guess what? Like a hundred years ago, Elvis was a devil too. Like, you know, when we think about Mm -hmm. what was the actual bad thing at that time, there's always something. So we have to really not fall trapped, trapped into it. You know, we
2: were recently talking to someone and they were like, you know, kids are always on social media and devices and all this. Kids are even doing their homework on FaceTime. I'm like, we were on the phone with our friends doing homework. Like, it's just, we
3: just, they have a visual. We didn't have it, but it's the same kind of thing. That's why I feel like our book is different because I feel like it brings you up to a time that everyone's afraid to talk about. It's like we get to teenagers and you want to put your head down and pretend that nothing, like everything is perfect. And I feel like... Because it's not your journey to talk about, it is a time that mothers often don't speak, and yeah. I think that that is a really um, lonely and silencing thing when you have children who are going through things and you can't talk to anyone. And I think that will be the next biggest problem women will face because as social media makes it look like every teenager is perfect, but mm-hmm. you know you feel like you're screwing up, and that's just not the way it is. Yeah,
1: right. I think that you know there's this new movie out. Um, Turning Red. It's about puberty. And I still have to watch it with my daughter who's 11 years old, but my youngest watched the beginning part of it. And she started crying because of the mom telling the teacher that she, the little girl had a crush. And she was like, but I have a crush. So am I in trouble? Well, first of all, I didn't even know she had a crush, first of all. And then it comes all spilling out. So it's like, You don't even realize the things that are going on in your kid's head from any age. And I was like, it's okay. You can have a crush. Mama won't tell your teacher and it's okay. Your teacher won't be mad at you. So she was more concerned about the teacher being mad at her at that age than, you know, somebody who's older and watching it. So I love that you're speaking to the mom that kind of, I mean, we don't know what we're doing. Let's just say that at any age.
0: No, like we all, it was such a lie that we thought our parents knew what they were doing and they were responsible (laughs) for us. Cause who knows?
1: I (laughs) I know. It's true. So, what yeah. is something that you hope that somebody takes away from the book that they read it, and they can take away from well, it?
2: We always say the re- the thing that brought Kat and I together was we were friends since ninth grade, and we got together because we had babies. But it was literally a moment that I shared a secret with her and she made me feel normal about saying it out loud. I was so nervous to say it. I couldn't tell any of my other friends who didn't have babies. And the way that she made me feel in that moment is when I realized that if you open up and tell people and don't keep it in this, in this locked up space inside of you, the guilt that you feel won't be as big. You could share the guilt with everybody. And the other thing is, is that like Kat said, like, we share a lot of stories of the naughty things that we did growing up and to be a parent raising your children now and seeing them mess up here and there and thinking that the world is going to end and they're not going to turn out to be successful human beings just because at 16 years old they made a dumb decision you know it we turned out
3: fine i think i don't know we're drug in the middle of the day <laughs> No, <laughs> I, I feel like it it is just uh, our whole mission. It's not make anyone feel bad. It's to make them feel good. And I yeah. feel like motherhood, you're chronically feeling bad because no one tells you, oh, you're doing a good job or wow. You know, it's always how you don't get a raise or a bonus for being a mom no. or like a peer review of what you're doing. Yeah. right. So I feel like it's just uh, your reminder, like it's okay, like we're okay, and and it's messy, and mm-hmm. but that's okay. Messy is okay, and you know you can be lied to by social media, but you know it is, it it will be okay. And you know the other thing is the last chapter is
2: um like on what we would tell our younger selves. And that is very much, you know, when Kat and I were younger and we thought, you know, getting married and having a husband, having kids would be, be this way. And it would just be this picture. And the reality is it's not like that, but that's okay. So, you know, stop like, I would tell myself, don't just let it happen. Let life happen to you and deal with it as it comes. Don't put expectations for yourself because you're only going to disappoint because things may not be like that, but they might turn in a different direction, which are even better than what you thought. But the expectations, you just need to sort of let them go and let life happen, especially when you have children.
0: Yeah. I agree. And, you know, I I thank you both. And I think this is why you are who you are in this world is because you have brought that to the surface, right? That being a mom doesn't have to be perfect. It can be imperfect or not even perfect. Like I'm even trying to let go of the words good and bad in my house. Right. I don't want my daughter to be like, you're a good girl because you do this. You know, it's, it's, uh, you know, my mom mom Mm -hmm. said to me, she's like, you're not a bad mom because you work any balance. Cause my mom was a stay-at-home mom to five kids. And so it was one of those things where it's was like, I didn't feel like I was meeting the, the demands of mom life um, while also trying to build a huge business. So the good or bad, but I do want to say, this is something that I have up on my phone and it's from you two. So I actually created my own screen grab. It was a post that you had done. And I look at it every day. Okay. So it says, take a breath. They just want you to be happy. And you had posted that in a caption at some point, which was like, just take a breath. It's not a big deal. Your kids just want you to be happy. And I was going through a rough moment and I was just like, you're right. They just want me to be happy. So I can let go of the rest of it and just enjoy the chaos and be happy with them.
3: If every mom could remember one thing, and I think like it's the fundamental of everything that like your kids won't remember anything. Like they are not going to remember much, but they will always remember how you made them feel. And I think that that is not about like... I say like rainbow cakes or the gifts you get them or the things they have or any of that, that stuff. (laughs) 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 It really is the way you look at them and smile at them and make them feel safe and loved. And that doesn't mean you don't lose your, your stuff. It just means (laughs) that you are able to, uh, at the core of you, you love them. And I think they will always, Always take that and never want somebody different. Imagine we can move through life with that. We would be so free and oh, dude, happy. I'm so happy, and you could laugh and have joy and you know live with your kids rather than like l- live their life. Just live like, like this is life. That's you know, yeah. together. Our kids will always remember us laughing, and that we can take that. They can take that with them for the rest of their lives. My mom was so happy not empty happy. You know what I mean? Like not fake happy, but just my mom was happy, which means the mom's mission
2: is to find happiness and lead by example.
0: Yeah, I love that. So good. So because
1: I want to ask you because you have each other, right? But Jacqueline and I actually don't. We're not in the same place. And this might You're be not, not something so. that you talk about in the book, but I'd like to know just from following you on social media is that, how do, do you have other mom friends?
2: Or- no, absolutely. <laughs> I,
1: we, have, we have an NDA and a
2: contract. No other friends. <laughs> text. no Just way. texting back, and I look over, and it's a woman's name. I'm like, that's not your sister-in-law. That's not your sister, and that's not your mother. I'll, Who are I'll, you texting? I'm gonna your tell husbands you are fine with the other
0: guys, but you two, no other women.
2: <laughs> I'm gonna tell you
3: something really quite amazing tonight. We're going for dinner uh, with my childhood best friend. And Natalie is now uh, really good friends with her, too. And they surprised me for my birthday last week. And I, our, our friends, weirdly, not has a group of friends. I have a group of friends. They weirdly... You also
2: went out to dinner on Saturday night. I weekend. know.
3: They weirdly <laughs> understand our relationship without judging it, questioning it, bringing it down. Like, it's not like you two are weird. It's just they understand us and I I find that, um, and then they're incorporated. Like she knows all of my friends. I know all of her friends. Like, although I choose, you know, it's just, it's what it's just, it's just, it's, it's easy. Like there's no, our husbands know the the deal. Like it's just, Mm -hmm. and then, and then we have
2: like, you know, moms in the neighborhood who like, we have just come to saved know our because they're very That's good. not a swear word. Yes. <laughs> you know, they're so. very good at being organized and their kids are friends with our kids. They and picked up, dropped off. I have play dates
3: organized while we're away. If other moms helping, you know, so we have a We have a big crew of people around us who support this relationship. Yeah, for sure.
0: I love That's it. That's so good. Yeah, my best friend just messaged me today, and she's like, "I know you're busy. I follow you both on Instagram. I know you're doing these things." And this is my <laughs> best friend. Those are pre-planned
1: posts. <laughs> so, so, yeah.
0: No, we were yeah. having fun last week, and it's that idea of understanding the different people for you. And I'll tell you, this is where I was going earlier was. I met this new mom, my daughter found a friend, she's six, and she introduced me to the mom. And one of the first things she says is she's eye rolling her children as they won't get in the car and buckle their seatbelts. And she's like, I told my husband literally I was gonna have an aneurysm. And he said he was gonna have a heart attack from having three children. I was like, oh, Uh, you're my kind of people, right? Because it was like, it was that idea of like not being perfect, that as parents, we can complain. I'm not looking for a bunch of complainers, but this idea of just, you know, taking it. I think the pandemic was really hard on a lot of parents. We were isolated and parenting on our own thinking that we were the only house yelling at our children and like struggling with homeschool. But then when we got back together, it was this kind of commiserating, but then seeing yourself reflected back in other people and be like, I'm not, I'm not weird. I'm not off. I'm not bad. Totally.
3: And, yeah. you know, I think something that every mom, if they ever were like, I think having fun with your kids is so important. And I think that we like, it's not always parenting. And, you know, we try to have a lot of fun with our kids on top of parenting because it, it makes experiences like for them to 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 bring, a, we're, we're raising a generation of joy. That's what we're really trying yes. to do. And I think that joyful parents raise joyful kids. And I think that you know, they're such pressure cookers for so many kids because we're trying to nail in so many things for them to do rather than, you know, no one really talks about joy or finding fun or like, how do you do that? And that is that is a specific skill. I have to tell you all that you have to find because you have to let go and joy is vulnerable and vulnerable is hard. So if you can find a little bit of vulnerability with your kids of joy, I think that is a life lesson for them all around. Now, I am drunk, so that could be totally wrong. <laughs> no, buddy, I oh, my God. To- it's so good. Kat and I raise our seven children together, but where I know, but
2: whenever, no, it's great. You know, <laughs> whenever we're, you know, getting together, they know there's going, like, it's going to be fun. It's yeah. fun going away somewhere. Not, you know, not, not necessarily like a vacation, but just going anywhere together. It's good. They associate that. Oh, it's going to be, fun
0: when like we're with when the moms are
2: with the kids (laughs) the (laughs) husbands stay home
0: (laughs) so you travel. i mean i know we were all locked up during the covid but you're traveling so what what have you i know you've raised your kids with this experience of mom's work moms go do this like we go sit in the car and record our podcast sort of thing but is have they ever sort of complained about it or how do you tell them you know this is what mom is doing to hold mom's identity, right? And then that you come back and you're with them when you're with them. And then when you're gone, they're okay with it.
3: I'm going to let you know a blue check mark on TikTok goes a very <laughs> long way for the teenagers. You know what I mean? Like once we got that, they were like, go live your life, mom. Before that, you're were official. Like, we, were, we were nothing before TikTok. You know, now they're kind of like, <laughs> but it's really important
2: that um, we uh, let our kids know that when we travel for work, it's because we're going for our career on our mission uh, since the beginning is to always like bring women together in a non judgmental space where everyone supports each other. We are also contributing to the family, which means some of the opportunities that they're able to have are because mommy, mommy works and goes off to do things, and that they should be proud of us when we go to work. Um, they should tell us, like, have a good show or have a great trip and yeah. we need to make sure not to apologize for going away because then they're going to think there's something wrong with the reason we're going away. We want to train their minds that be proud of success, be proud that your work that you're, you know, you're doing a job that you believe in and that we will be home and it doesn't mean we love you any less.
3: And for every parent who questions this, like two things. Number 1, um y- your children having to deal with emotions that don't aren't aren't held by you is the the biggest lesson you can give them because often as moms, we hold their feelings and their emotions and we carry them through the hard feelings. If you're not there and they're having to learn on micro scales, when they get to the macro scales and you aren't there, they're only going to learn, you know, it's like they're going to struggle. It's like that word where you build immunity it's like, um, it's like hardship immunity. So when they miss you, that's a feeling they learn to cope with when something happens at school and they can't unload on you, they learn to deal with it. And so for
2: this, we call humans build resilience.
3: Yeah. immunity. It's mm-hmm. like emotional immunity is what you teach them when you step away and let them know other people love them and they can launch. They will, they will launch more because of, of what they've
0: been more able to handle without us. Yeah. I love it. I mean, drunk. These words of wisdom. Imagine. Oh my gosh. Like, so I good. If it's
3: better or
0: or <laughs> no? I
1: that.
3: I, I, you know, what, I'm sobering
2: up. It's almost time for another. Sorry, I'm sorry.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> Get this lady a drink. So amazing. So we're so excited for your book. It's going to drop on March 29th. So when you all hear this, go out and grab it. Is it available anywhere? Anywhere, anywhere. anywhere. It's
3: available now for pre-order. And if well, it'll turn. be launched on this day. It's available right now. 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 (laughs) Yeah. And on, and, and, um, you know, just thank you for everyone listening, because I know that this is a super hard job and no one's going to tell you you're doing a good job. So you're doing a good job, even though you don't feel like it, the days you're failing, they're just life lessons that your kids are learning. Just remember that. Yep.
0: So good. We will put all the links to buy the book, get, you know, just go out there get it for a mom that, you know, needs to feel reassured about their choices too. And I'm going to send mine to my best friend in LA. Oh yeah. And
1: I'm sure it's a funny book too, right? No, I mean, you do not oh, we, all. Come we on. Have
2: to, <laughs> Humor makes everything better. It's True. a little bit naughty. It's a little bit, you know, it's, it is it is us in a, a nutshell. Show. Humors are coping. Coping with stress is through yeah. humor. So we bring it to the book so that you can laugh through your stress. There you
3: go. So
0: yeah. excited.
1: It would be a well, great gift.
0: Thank you for being here with us and good luck, uh, you know, hitting up the strangers on the streets and we can't <laughs> wait to see you on TV. <laughs>
1: thank Thanks, you. guys. Bye.